0: to the Culture Report right now, Sat say. Yes, my voice hurts a lot doing that. I really do hate it, but I do it for you guys because y'all need to learn some Creole right now. And hey, I'm your host, Steven Sinatra, with my lovely host. Go ahead and introduce yourself now.
1: It's me again, Davey.
0: On the Culture Report. Some new heat, you know. It's our job to get you informed in the music. And right now, Boogie coming up. Our album came out today. <laughs> Everything for sale. Everything for sale. And this is a song that you know that you hear right now is called Silent Night it's track 2 on the album
1: Silent Ride
0: Silent Ride yeah can't sing for shit really can't But I like it though yes I have uh, been dying uh, I have been dying. yeah I been down in my mind I been dying Silent Ride home Silent Ride hey Silent Ride home which was in my head. Mm, mm, mm. All these bitches <laughs> in my bed. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, I love this. This argument is one of the best tracks on the album. Yeah, I like time a lot with um Snow. I could never pronounce this girl name right. Snow Allegra. It has two A's in the beginning, and it has the Allegra. So we're going to ride with that. We're going to ride with that. I love that song. I love Skydive Part 2 with, sick, with Black. almost said Six flat. Don't fuck me up, please. <laughs> but that's another great song. Uh, su So Soho. I think it's called no, Soho. Soho. Damn. So- Soho. Yeah, Soho. I think yeah. it's Soho. Yeah, man. It's a, you know there's six songs in this album that starts with S? Fun fact.
1: Didn't even notice that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of S songs that start here. But overall, what do you think of this album?
1: I personally really enjoyed it um let me slide i Sorry. never even heard of his art artist to be honest so Who and i was very on? surprised <clears throat> you put me on <throat> yes you put me on say that louder <clears throat> you put me on <throat> what whatever anyway <laughs> i never heard of him but when i saw it says you know hip-hop rap i was actually surprised because in my opinion it has a r&b feel um my favorite songs was Silent Ride, mm. Swap Me, Rainy Days, and Skydive 2. Mm. So, yeah, I was pretty surprised, but I did enjoy the album overall.
0: Now, it's funny you did say there's a lot of, there's an R&B vibe here. There's another song he has there called Self-Destruction. Another song that starts with an S. Giving you all the useless information you don't need to know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's another song that starts with an S. And it's, it's like the grimiest song on the album, which is crazy because... Destruction. Because on the album cover, it's three dudes boogie himself with two of his boys in red because he's a blood. And he's also from the West Coast. Mm. And there's a casket with a rose with rose on it. Something, something, man, but nothing. Something, man, but fucks. Coming <laughs> out in public. Uh. Something, <laughs> something, Now you can turn it, you, you can start <laughs> running it out a little bit now. i in public. And this song right here, it's so fucked. I think he released this l- around May of last year. Mm-hmm. And he's been working on this album. He's been dropping music for the past two, three years. Nigga Needs is an album that came out um, a couple years ago. And he was found by Eminem. And he was actually in the background of the Eminem. No, he was in the Eminem siphon BET when he dissed Trump, actually. He's one of the rappers to rap. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's been, he also has a Spike commercial with Elton John. Mm. So, like, he's been someone who's been bubbling under the surface. He's not a someone who's really, a, you say, a top, not top tier, but a very popular artist. But you see this talent, you're like, who is this nigga? No, for real. Where he came from? He said um, something about, he drunk text SZA and he got hot and she didn't reply. Yeah. Which is, um, I feel your pain, though. I mean, not with Scissor. <laughs> But, like, and I, not when I'm drunk because I don't drink, but, you know, it be hurting when she don't don't reply to understand that.
1: I think... Um, I need to cry for a bit. Hold on. All right. While you do that, I'm going to talk. <laughs> so, I think uh, he was trying to show his range in this album. I'm looking yes. at it. And he was, you know, talking about he was trying to show that he can do more than just rap, which I think his little singing mm. tried to do.
0: Mm. I think he did it pretty well. And I like how heart he put together that melodic type rap where he can't really sing because he can't. Not at all like on Silent night I think a voice terrible let's just say <laughs> I think voice is terrible but it doesn't get away in the way of the music at all and it's just really enjoying and and it it entrances you the minute you hear it because you can kind of feel the pain or whatever he's singing about whether he's happy sad um confused like, what's going on why are you doing this you can hear all that through his voice. that's a talent on its own. Yeah. That was um, Billie Holiday. Holiday. Now, please, don't get this twisted. I'm not comparing Boogie to Billie Holiday. I ain't I ain't that disrespectful. I'm disrespectful. I ain't that disrespectful. But Billie Holiday had a special voice where you can hear every ounce of pain and child tribulation she went through from her childhood to whatever she was going through her lifetime when she made that song. Boogie, you can get elements of that. Mm-hmm. And that's very important as an artist because it makes it more relatable. Yeah, you when you hit a high note, you sound you screeching because you just got you know a terrible massage and shit like that. But it sounds good with the music, and that what matters the most. And on top of that, the fact that you said the R and B sound—I won't call it R and B because he wasn't necessarily singing singing throughout it. Okay. But he did use he did rap in a way that was very melodic like as i mentioned earlier okay. so like like self like self-destruction one of the few songs where he actually sounds like he's rapping mm-hmm. he doesn't do none of that um solid night like that bullshit he's actually just giving you bars and but everything most of the track is really slow paced not slow paced but gives you that kind of vibe where you just mm, how do i say this how do i say this like oh my god where where it's kind of like he gives you that vibe where you're in you're in this space where everything seems to have seems to go slow. Everything seems to be what you never expected, especially from someone like him, from the even the little skits that was in, in between some of the songs. You wasn't he puts you in a space that with very few words, very few ranges that he goes through where you're like, I understand exactly what you're saying without saying a lot. That's exactly what he does here. And that's very important for an artist. On his debut album, I mean, shit. I mean, I've heard some terrible debut albums. 6ix9ine. So.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Gotta take a shot. You know, know, now we're here at the Culture Report. Y'all want another freestyle? Next week. but (laughs) (laughs) Next week. This album's fire. You need to listen to it. We won't do a deep dive on the album. We won't do a deep dive on the album today. No, it just came out. But you see, I know how I do. I tell if I enjoyed it and is it worth listening to. Yes, I enjoyed it a lot. It's arguably the best album that came out today. That's ain't saying a lot because Drizzy, a female rapper from Chicago dropped her album today. Soda Baby dropped his album today, Body Air. Um, look, I'm not from Detroit. Y'all better y'all better y'all better love this nigga cuz like I've been hearing about him all. Also
1: Summer Walker.
0: Summer Walker dropped an EP called um Clear. Clear. Yeah.
1: I was to it a little bit. Is
0: one thing mom one problem with Summer Walker is that she make a lot of short songs.
1: She do and I don't know. I have been seeing some mixed things about it. Um, I don't really know people are enjoying it.
0: Yeah, Sada Baby's album called Bartier Bounty. Mm. So, and I've heard some a lot of good reviews on that album, particularly on social media and just from all my Detroit friends. But, like, I think they biased, so I got to give it my own listen so I don't jump out the window and say it's fire and it's not. But, yeah, I can't do that. Nope, nope. Yeah. I don't. Because y'all, y'all Detroit niggas, y'all don't, y'all be going off beat on purpose. I've never heard shit wow. like that before. Y'all really do. Y'all just go off beat. Y'all go off beat so much, you have to t- turn the beat off, and y'all still go off beat when, the, when there's no beat. I don't know how y'all do that shit. Like, it's incredible to me, and it's still fire, which I ain't gonna lie. I just heard Cash Kid today, which is crazy.
1: Cash Kid?
0: Yeah. Uh, you don't really know? I
1: heard of him. I don't really think I ever heard his music.
0: Yeah, man, this man is 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 something. That's all I gotta say. He loved gu- bubblegum bars. I will say that. I heard two songs. He had like two gu- bubblegum references. I'm like, this nigga wild. like who does that in 2019? <laughs> but, you know, a lot of good music came out today, but Boogie, by far, in my opinion, had the best album that came out today. Really enjoyable, high replay value, great features. Um, nobody wasted not a single verse or a hook on the album and just shows the potential he has and he's not your, like, YG. He's not YG, where you know YG's gonna give you a West Coast album. But he's gonna give you something that's unique, creative, and just enjoyable to listen to, with that terrible voice he tried to sing with. But it's fire. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's how we do it around here. <laughs> that's how we do it around here. But you know, that's my album review. If I was give it a, a, a initial rating, I'd give it a, a seven point five out of ten. I
1: think I give it eight.
0: Mmm. Mm. So this is early like album up, album of the year contender, which is wow. But another song, but. No, none of this song. But now let's get to top three artists of the game. What do you place J. Cole?
1: Um, I really like J. Cole. You really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, would you place him in your top 10, top five, top three?
1: Um, probably
0: top 10. Top 10? Woo, where?
1: I don't know. I have to sit down and think yeah. about it nah, for we a minute. Do on the
0: spot. Nah, we doing this on the I spot. I don't know.
1: I really like J. Cole. Um, I
0: think I do on the spot. Because he's my favorite rapper. So like, He is? Yeah. Oh, wow. But I think Kendrick is better. Oh, you do? Yeah. So, like, I'm not—I have Aren't no I think they vibes.
1: both cool. I don't really No, they're both compare. great.
0: I just think Kendrick just makes the more—I don't want to say deeper. That's corny. But the deeper music. Like, there's, there's more underneath meanings in Kendrick's music that you can go back and listen to and catch. Unlike J. Cole, where, like, if you if you got it the first time, there's not really nothing you can catch after that.
1: Okay.
0: So, yeah, and I, I've always been someone who—I've always been interested in the artist's— who can like layer meanings into a song and like gives me
1: so you like the subtext? Yeah. Okay.
0: And J. Cole doesn't do that. but that, What makes J. Cole great is that he's able to simplify whatever Kendrick is talking about really well. To like instead of like a whole song, Kendrick J. Cole can make that to a whole verse, just like that. So that's what I like about J. Cole. But I think Kendrick's a better artist. But as an excuse, what do you have in your top you ten? You ain't running away. I
1: don't know. Probably like a four.
0: Damn. All right, so who do you have ahead of J. Cole? Yeah, you said four. So I need I need three
1: I don't know. Like mm. I can't think on the top of my head. Right,
0: so I'ma name him. Drake. Obviously. I like Drake. Do you have him ahead of J. Cole? Um, probably not. Ooh, damn, probably like right under that's like five and six. Probably five. Wow. You know what? I'm gonna have you know next week you're gonna have to give us a list. Cause you're the first person, I think, on this show.
1: But I think but I'm just different when I listen to music. In my opinion, I really like J. Cole because I feel like he talks about real stuff that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But as far as Drake, I think his Drake music is more enjoyable. And, like, I can listen to Drake music anytime I want, where J. Cole, I have to be in a certain mood. A, but it makes me argument.
0: feel a different type of way. That's a good argument. So do you have, what do you have Kendrick? I
1: don't know.
0: Do you like Kendrick?
1: I do like Kendrick, but I think him and J. Cole, like, in my opinion, they're the same to me.
0: So, like, if, if, Kendrick is, if J. Cole is four, Kendrick has to be three or five based on the scale. You'd be like 4.2 like right next to me. <laughs> so who is your top three? This is interesting. Holy shit.
1: I don't, don't know. You got me on the
0: spot. You you, have, you you arguably have the top three rappers that everybody mentioned not in your top three which is wild.
1: I don't even know who my top one is. I can't think right now. Damn.
0: Isn't an R&B artist or a rapper? Cause...
1: It's probably R&B. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, okay. Beyonce?
1: I like Beyonce but I'm not like that crazy. Like, she my top one.
0: Thank you. Um, Good. So when I I talk shit about Beyonce, I I won't get cussed at. But (laughs) do you like Nicki Minaj?
1: Nicki Minaj is cool. I really used to like her when I was younger. But her music now... um, I think it's cool, but I'm not really crazy about Nicki
0: anymore. You see, you see this brand. I could talk shit about. I could talk shit about Nicki and Beyonce.
1: <laughs> it's Get off
0: of Nicki. <laughs> <laughs> this is a holiday. Oh my God! Yes, thank you, thank you. So um, damn, you know, you know what? Next week you are gonna have a have a top top ten list for us. That's what you are gonna give us? All right. Because I that, this is interesting. But back to J Cole. J Cole dropped a song called "The Middle Child." Do you have siblings? Yes. Are you the middle child? No. Are you the, I'm the last. Are you the youngest? Yes. Are you the baby of the family? Yes. Damn. I am not a middle child. I'm my mom's oldest child mm. and my dad's second oldest child. Mm. So I don't know how it feels to be a middle child. I don't know either. And he's, he's, the song is basically saying the middle child is the greatest one. I would disagree with that. Okay. Highly because my little brother's still young and he don't know what the fuck he's doing in life yet. <laughs> so I need you to chill with that. But. The song, you know what? Let's just play it right now. First off, this beat is crazy, and you know J. Cole ain't make it. T minus did. I'm counting my bullets, I'm counting my gifts, I'm writing my names, I'm checking the list, I'm checking it twice, and I'm giving them a hit. Now, never gonna be, you all on my dick. he loved that shit. Now, if my main problem with this song, cause I think the song is actually good. It's interesting. The beat is crazy. It is. And Jayco has this style where he was able to make a horn, and horns are usually considered one of the most powerful instruments. He's made it really muddy in this song. Like you're expected to really blow out your speaker, blow it, blow your ears out. And it doesn't do that. It sounds like like something that's trapped in a box and it can't get out, but you still hear the madness that's inside it. Mm That's what J Cole does a lot. He does that in, with the Mortal on the For Your Eyes album, where it was a really muddy trap beat. He did it with um, K O D itself. Well, K O D could arguably have been even a, a more boisterous beat. It was still somewhat muddy, especially towards the second verse. This one is the same thing here. I'm expecting to just blow out my my ear. Doesn't do that. And my main problem with this song is not even the beat. It's his flow choice, because he does the same flow throughout the whole entire fucking song.
1: But I like that though.
0: See, you like that. Why though?
1: I don't know. I feel like it just—I don't know. I like it. It's consistent to me. Mm. Um, so it just—I not that I'm ex- expecting or I know what's gonna come next or how he's gonna rap, but I do like it that he keeps it the same.
0: Now, do you say that because? Do you say that not because of you, but for a casual listener? Isn't that does does that consistency makes them makes the song easier to stick in their oh. head? Yes. Mm. See, I don't like that.
1: Why? Why don't you like it?
0: Because I always prefer something. Let me not say that. You want to be surprised? No, not surprised. It's just when I hear a beat like that, there's a lot of things you can do with that beat flow-wise. Okay. And what J. Cole did with that, when the flow he used fits really well, and it is intriguing and very interesting and memorable. But he could have switched it up to a, a double time flow like Logic does. He could have done a Kendrick flow where like, not saying he's still the flow, but you can do something similar. He could have done, he could have played with it more and whether that main flow he did would have been the, the main flow in the song, there were places there in that beat where he had a pocket to do something different and then easily go back to what he was doing before just to keep the ear like, holy shit. And plus, sometimes you can fool people to thinking you're rapping like that. Like just do one thing, say a whole, do a whole stretch with a different flow and go right back to it. we like, oh, he this shit fire. <laughs> that' what Drake does a lot, honestly, where he just he, he doesn't stay on that same flow for more than like eight bars.
1: I understand where you're coming from. I can see that and see why you feel the way you do about the song. Yeah.
0: And the song makes a lot, of, and the song is actually really interesting because the second verse, he was talking about he's in the middle of two generations yeah. with doing a song with 21 Savage and having lunch with Jay-Z. That's an intriguing um, angle on a song called Middle Child. And Jayco will always give you those you know, those little tidbits of creative, creativeness where you're like, damn, I didn't even think of that. I thought this shit was going to be another corny song like folding clothes. Damn, which I love that song, by the way. I don't care what anybody say. That's real love. As a nigga, if I get up and fold your clothes for you, you know I love you. <laughs> you know I love Don't even question that. You know how much I hate folding? Okay. What? If I get up and you don't even ask me I fold all your clothes Don't ever question my love for you Got me out here drinking almond milk Fuck wrong with you But anyway <laughs> Damn what's wrong with almond milk oh, Ain't nothing wrong with almond milk That's what the song <laughs> That's what the song said I, oh actually, I actually drink almond milk More than actual like Whole or skim milk so I like, yeah. only drink almond milk now Damn which one vanilla I
1: think that's regular
0: Regular Oh you should, you should try the vanilla sweeten
1: I will It sound good
0: Yeah it, 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 Especially you get some um, Lucky Charms I'm more of a Cheerios type of person. Oh, you worry about your heart rate. Oh, I see you. It just
1: you. tastes good. I, no, I see you. I see honey
0: nut Cheerios just regular Cheerios.
1: No, I like the uh we'll The green box.
0: Jack. Oh. oh, <laughs> oh yes. You got money. What? What? <laughs> what? Of a damn, cereal? Okay. Damn, you eating love, Girl, I'm just eating some raisin brands. Oh, that's nasty. What you don't like raisin brands? No. What is wrong with you? I don't really like raisins. You don't like dry grapes? No, I like Thirsty grapes. Or, uh, Wait, excuse me. What you call? <laughs> what you call? I like, <laughs> thirsty grapes. I like regular That's the grapes. Of this episode. Damn. How, how great, look thirsty though. Let me, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Come on. You know when they're regular grapes, like they nice and clump? juicy. You yeah. Like them plump? looking thick. thick. Uh, uh, oh, two C's, huh? <laughs> uh, I see. Okay, okay, thick. Oh, you got. You see the water dripping out the side of you? Like, ooh. Mm-hmm. To, so now, see, so like raising... All right, honey. What? What's top cereal of time? But have this discussion right now. Cheerios. Damn, you don't think Honey, cinnamon um, Toast Crunch top cereal? Um,
1: maybe like top three.
0: Damn, Trix. Trick when Trix had cereal.
1: I remember. I like Lucky Charms. Furry I like Pebbles. the marshmallow part. Fruity Pebbles was good.
0: Captain Crunch.
1: I don't think I ever ate
0: them. Oh, you you you, you tripping? Reese's Puffs.
1: Ew. I don't really like chocolate, so it tastes like chocolate. Huh? <laughs> huh? Wait. I don't I, like chocolate.
0: Wait, wait, no. Wait, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. On the culture report, I love chocolate. I had a triple fudge chocolate cheesecake on my birthday two years ago.
1: Ew. What did you just say right now? Chocolate nasty, chocolate ice cream, chocolate brownies, chocolate cake, fudge, Nutella, all that is nasty. The only chocolate I
0: eat is brownies and an Oreo. Oreos don't even count. <laughs> they got the right cream in them. Who you playing? Who you fooling? You don't like chocolate. What? Chocolate nasty. Chocolate is the best thing you can have on earth. It's so good. We are running out of it. What are you talking about?
1: I take vanilla, birthday cake, you take, strawberry. You take any plain
0: day. ass vanilla. Yeah, with some like caramel. Uh, girl, you, caramel just, girl, you take the vanilla outside. It's already getting dirty. <laughs> what? I don't like chocolate. It's nasty. My mama bought me a cake last year. Small little cake, double chocolate. No, it was double fudge with, with strawberries in it and on top.
1: Fire. Okay, hey, I like strawberry shortcake cake.
0: No, nah, I don't count, man. You gotta have the cake. You gotta have the ice cream. You gotta, you got like the cookies, chocolate cookies, chocolate chip.
1: No, nah, no. Nah. All this you saying? Yeah. Ain't gonna make me eat chocolate.
0: You know what? I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna feed us nothing but chocolate one episode. I swear to God. And I'm
1: gonna bring my own food. You? Yep.
0: My own food. You just disrespectful today. You just disrespectful today. First of <laughs> J. Cole, not top five, not in your top three. Now it's chocolate, now it's great. Look, man, look, back to the original topic. I don't know where we got off. <laughs> Cause you just like, what? what? Now, what were we talking about? J. Cole, right? Yes. J. Cole. That song, Middle Child, is very creative. Don't like chalk. That's wild. But I did wish he did change his flow up on that song. Because he has this reputation of being boring. And I can see that. Yeah, and I can see it too. Like, For Your Eyes Only, he did a lot of singing on it. it. wasn't really great singing. A lot of the beats were very slow. Didn't really rap a lot. It was a slow-paced album. And niggas was like, yeah, I'm going to play this album. I'm trying to go to bed. That's disrespectful as shit as a rap artist.
1: Yeah. They call
0: him NyQuil. I mean they shit. And we all took NyQuil before. That shit knock you out. You wake up, you take it at ten, you you fall asleep at ten thirty, you don't wake up till twelve the next day. So Sleep like I saw so, you miss a class. Okay. <laughs> so so there are, he has this stigma of being boring, but his legacy is a weird one, in my opinion. Why you say that? It's just he started off as the um with the come up, and the warm up, and then Friday Night Lights, with actually, which is crazy enough, Jay Z actually didn't think that album, no one would like that project, and they actually shelved it. J Cole leaked it, and that's like one of his, that's one of the albums people mentioned about J Cole that would gave him that spotlight and you know let him drop the sideline story, his first album. I guess from that um, album on, he always been called as like watered down milk. Some people compare him to, which is disrespectful as shit, Damn. too. Low-key, they're not even saying he's like skim milk. He's like some other shit. That's... that's so, dope. that's foul. So, <laughs> so, and a lot of that was because he says a lot of basic shit, and his fans, particularly, not fans, stands. that's a whole other thing, they say, they act like it's the most deepest shit on earth. Mm. So, like, he can say a line, um, like... I'm checking, like he just said, I'm checking, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice, I'm getting a hit, some some shit like that. Niggas would come up with, like, astrophysic theories about the fucking verse. When really, all this man talk about, he he's an assassin, he getting niggas hit, because they talk too much shit. Like In, in the rap game, he's just killing everybody off in the rap game with these bars. But niggas like, oh yeah, you see the metamorphosis of the asteroids just come down and hit Earth, and when they do, he gonna hit Drake with it. <laughs> like, yo, 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 you doing too much. And they do that with, and that, that happens a lot with a lot of his song subject. Like when he when he made um, I I ain't never done this before. Wet no. dreams. Wet dreams. Yeah. Like first off, I've never heard a rapper talk about losing their virginity. Period.
1: I love that song.
0: I love that song. I I ain't saying I ain't saying nothing about it. And it was it.
1: so sweet how like at the end you realize like the girl was oh my god
0: we were like oh my god he perfect, explained our first time like he was actually in the room with me he like he saw the stars and god opened the light and everything we came from mars you're like yo, yo look, girl shorty so slow, slow down damn that everybody lost their journey like this ain't nothing the song's a good song it Ain't no not add no deeper meaning than that you can go into um kod with um with brackets, he, it's a song about taxes and how he's paying all these taxes. is not going back to the proper place to be funded, particularly his neighborhood. And then in turn, because the neighbors not properly funding in terms of jobs, homes and schools, the mother lost her son uh, to gun violence. And the oldest son, the youngest, she lost the youngest son. The oldest mm-hmm. son ain't doing shit with his life. And he had to kick him out. And at the end, she was like, damn. After she left, left the, the youngest son's funeral, she was like, damn. I got to pay all these taxes. Mm. So, like, that's a good-ass topic. Very, very, very good song, too. Niggas like, oh, you see? No one else talking about this shit. Why we, where my money going? Huh? Why we can't have an app? What is all this going on? Bruh, go on Twitter. You see that shit like every fucking tweet. Niggas talking about taxes. Niggas been rapping about taxes since hip-hop was something. Started. Jay-Z been rapping about taxes. Nas been rapping about taxes. Hell, Nicki Minaj write about taxes ain't no one said it like that but he's not saying something that no one has ever said and that's what a lot of people don't like about Cole and particularly because that friend a lot of his stance project that oh he's almighty he's saying something so deep Mm -hmm. when he really not doing that he's broke down a problem to the surface level where everybody can understand but made it into a really good song like um he's like that black he's like that poet who went, when when who's always about that? I'm a black king, I'm a black queen, my blood is like gold, and that's like they do that for every poem It's like really basic shit, and you're like, yeah, bro, we heard this like the hundredth time already. you got anything new right? that's kind of like cold, but mm-hmm. on top of that, you have the fans you have his fan his stands pushing it as oh it's greatness, oh, there's no one talking about. them being a king and he looking for a queen just go to a cmu open mic now you got like nine of them so shots fired yeah shots fired shots fired so so like this is what happens when something that's not really deep everybody's like that's deep when really it's like it's cool it's creative it's a good song but it's not the deepest shit ever so that's why people don't like Cole, and that's why i say his legacy in a weird spot because now it's become a thing to be like oh what has, you know... This is what y'all hyping up? Nigga just talking about being a middle child? What's so fucking cool about that?
1: Okay, I'm gonna just be honest. Middle Child is the first song I listened to J. Cole in a while. I don't. I didn't really listen to his last album. Word? Yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't really feeling it. Um, that's a really good album. That's cool. Anyway, um... <laughs> But okay, I'm looking at my playlist and like the songs I have from him, I really, I got Workout, In the Morning with Dre, Can't Get Enough. Like his old songs, I got Power Trip, Crooked crooked, crooked Smile. Oh my God,
0: you got literally all
1: of them. Like I like all of them. I got Wet Dreams, I really love that song. But like, that's really all I got. Oh my
0: God, what? You ain't got Trouble, you ain't got Runaway. You ain't got. She- I probably those. heard of
1: them, but I ain't I mean, down with them, them
0: yet. You got to ha- you, you 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 ain't got. Um, what's her song called? Get off my dick. I like get off my dick. You you ain't got. Um, January twenty eighth. Well, that's that's the meme everybody says. The real is back. The veal is back. The flow of banana's here. pill is back, and what you find is like you don't you not familiar with that? Um, if no. you say if you say no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know what to tell you. I'm telling wow. you what I got. I don't know, but I do like him though. Like yeah. I, I like his old songs. So he's a lot. not someone
0: you just go into. Like yeah, I'm you you open your you turn on your phone. You go on Apple Music, whatever you use. You're like, I'm about to listen to some cold. He's not the first person you go to.
1: No, but I do like Middle Child, and I will replay that. I really like it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, the song is good. I'm just saying, he can do he can do so much better. It's a good song. It's really interesting. It has replay value. It's gonna be on the charts. It's J. Cole. But I'm waiting for that moment where we can all where we all can't deny how good J. Cole is as a rapper. Because there's still a lot of doubt. Not with me, but with fans. It's like, come on, is this what you really supporting? You just you just support one of these other fake deep ass niggas. Like you so woke and you need to go to sleep ass niggas. Like, that's what some people have Look at J. Cole and it's like, they're a loud minority, but they're so loud that you kind of be like, you know, they kind of have a point. Because when you have niggas like, well, Drake make music for the cockroaches and J. Cole makes music for the people with college degrees. Then I'm a smart ass cockroach then because I like both. So <laughs> I don't know where this comes from, but it's just highly annoying. I don't like it, but we're going to, you know, that's my, that's our take on it. Oh, <coughs> oh, Hell, I'm sorry. I'm just, I got choked up a bit. Because... I'm good? I'm good, man. I got choked up. Because where that same energy that I was, I was coming up when Chris Brown got first accused? Where was that energy, y'all? Where, where that energy was at? Them shits were everywhere. Blogs. Everywhere. Y'all was saying, fuck Chris Brown. Y'all were taking music off. Y'all playlists. Some stations say they were not playing Chris Brown. You know, man, there's a lot of crazy shit come out. Then the girl was like, oh, that did not happen. And now we swing her. And now he's suing her for defamation. He got released from Paris. If you don't know, Chris Brown was a re- was arrested in Paris for, he was in custody for rape accusations. He got released a day later, nothing was charged. the the victim, the alleged victim, came out and said that didn't happen the way they said it happened. And now Chris Brown is suing her. When the, when the accusation, I say that with that same energy because when the first accusation came up, man, Going crazy. That man name was being dragged through the mud.
1: Yeah, and I feel whenever anything happened with him, like negative, people bring up you know the Rihanna situation, yeah. the Karoochi um, situation. Rishi,
0: yeah. Oh no, he crazy. Let's, let's not get show, He crazy.
1: He is. You know, he has has his problems, but at the same time, like I don't know, man.
0: And it also adds into the to the whole the other fake, false accusation he's faced, like when that. Damn, for, this is going to sound so wild when I say it, because I do not remember her name. But it was a white girl who was at a party with Chris Brown and said he slapped her, sold her fake jewelry, or took her jewelry, and he just basically beat her up. And the cops were around his um his house, and they said he threw a bag of guns and drugs out the window. Oh, I
1: heard about that.
0: That was all over IG. That that's when Nick Young also said, did a video like, why, the, why Chris Brizio was bringing them cops in here? He got to go. So, <laughs> so that, and it, it was proven false. So it's like he's had these accusations come up multiple times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we are on, on this show, I've, I'm on record, I've said this, I fucking do not like domestic abusers, I don't like molesters, I do not like sec- people who do sexual harassment, sexual assault, I don't like none of those people. As much as we should and are starting to take the initial ac- um, accusations seriously in general, when a woman says, this man has done this to me, it used to be oh, you just wanted money. Oh, you just wanted some clout, before clout was a word. Oh, you just wanted fame. You wanted this and that. We always dismiss those women. Now it's starting to become, oh, if this happened, let's take this serious and let's actually do an investigation and see if this happened. Women are not being dismissed anymore for making these claims. I'm saying this happened to them. But once one woman, and sometimes in this society, for any group of people who's trying to find any progress for what they've been going through for years, all, all the majority look for or the, or the people on top of the power structure. Is one, power structure look for it, is one person to fuck it all up. Most, not most, there are people who are looking out there who look at this woman and says, "Oh, he/she lied." Then most all of them are lying. That's not that's not the case, and people who do do that are fucking crazy. But we cannot take how this accusation can possibly ruin anybody's life, especially someone like Chris Brown. This probably could end a whole career. yeah. It's already on thin ice with a lot of fucking people. And you already saw how quick social media news publications were to say, oh yeah he done this let's go back to his history right. they had timeline stories ready like this is what he been accused of all these times he he could have if he did it he would have been vilified and rightfully so but in this instance he did not so what happens to the woman who makes this false claim does she just go away scotch free like nothing ever happened she almost ruined her whole life and she said, and she has to say <laughs> my bad there was a football player named Brian Banks, Banks, a high school football player. He was he was charged with raping a girl and did nine to ten years in prison. He got out early, not on good behavior, because the woman recanted on that statement and said she, he did not rape her. He did nine, and ten, nine to ten years in jail for a crime he did not do. What happened to the girl? Not a damn thing. I
1: think it's fucked up. A lot of people always or have been saying that they think women should be. They the women who do have false accusations they, you know, they should go to charged. jail. Yeah,
0: because yeah. this is this is a pivotal point in time where women are finally being heard on everything. R- women w- people want to hear women input input on politics, lifestyle, every industry what their opinions on pop culture. We're actually their input is there something wrong here on how we treat women? What can we do better? If there's something we can do better, do you mind coming in and talking having a meeting with us, speaking to us? They have they're starting to have places where they've been putting their input in places they've never had input in before. Never. Like this is twenty nineteen now. Yeah. These, these things are rapidly happening. Maybe at well, let me say rapidly rapidly. Maybe at a pace most of us wanted that but it's damn sure better than 2008 2007 1996 1855 1777 all those years before that so there are there are still a group of people here who hate that shit that oh the world is evolving and they're losing their power they hate that shit they are so insecure when they found out their boss is a woman or that their supervisor is a woman or oh, the one of their co-workers is a woman, or someone they work with is oh, someone who works someone else at a power place. This is a regular customer they found out manager a woman or whatever that they're a woman. They're mad about that shit. they still have that mentality that, oh, you should be in the kitchen. still have that mentality. And then so when these things happen and when a false accusation happens and it never and it really shouldn't, it should never happen. But there are, those people jump on their gun, like you see, you see what happens. And it just ruins for everybody else. One bad apple spoiled a whole tree. And it should never be that way. We should be able to pick the apples out and say, oh, you lied. You going to this is these are the consequences. Everybody else, we believe you. In fact, we're going to do an investigation. You, on the other hand, since you lied during our investigation, after we found out an investigation, you in trouble now. You separated the good from the bad. You ain't spoiled a bunch. The bunch still get the chances to, to seek the justice they deserve. But those who lied, they don't get that. You're a criminal now. I think that's how it should work. Yeah. A false accusation is, is uh, any, not false, an accusation of rape, is serious.
1: It's very serious. And serious. I always think about the young men who are in college and, like, especially, like, football players and any athletes. And when they get falsely accused and when they, you know, it is false, just how terrible it can ruin, like, their future careers. Like, they're automatically just gone from the school. Like, everything is ruined they, for
0: them. They can't stay here because even if it comes—now, look, and I'm not saying—because this is a, a very layered topic— like there's so much layers to this I'm, I only think I'm kind of doing it, doing it injustice and it probably has to be another podcast episode with more women here but there are instances where they do come out not as false but there's not enough evidence to say that it happened it just happened with the Supreme Court where they said there's not enough evidence that this happened when there were several people willing to corroborate on the story that the FBI did not interview in their one week bullshit investigation whatever call it an investigation you want that happens when people or men in power in position of power exert that power and do not get caught that happens a lot a lot but we can't let that small number of women who do lie Control that whole narrative that the other 99, 98% of women are telling the truth. That should not be, that happens with black people. Let one black person get arrested. Oh, this is how all black people are. All you guys commit the crimes. All you guys are jail. Why are you just wasting our tax dollars? Just send them in jail already. Just kill them. Blase, blase. That happens to anybody who's not part of that power structure. You know what I'm talking about. So, this is so. When this happens to anybody, not just Chris Brown, to a football player, to a regular human being, women or men, but particularly when these accusations are placed on men, we start. We now have started to take them seriously. Good, that's progress. We have to start actually taking these investigations seriously. Thankfully, this investigation took place and it found out this was this did not happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a job. Hopefully, these investigations also go the same way. They found out it did happen. But all we, all, all, maybe I'm not asking for enough, but now we have to start taking these investigations seriously now, period. And get to the bottom of did this happen? And if it did, you deserve every fucking thing for you. Like, when I heard it, I, I, I didn't even react because I'm like, I wanna see how this plays out. Like, good, there's gonna be an investigation, he's in jail. Let's wait. Let's see what details come out. The next very fucking day, he's out of jail with no charge, with no charges. I ain't jump out the window saying "fuck Chris Brown." I ain't jump out the window deleting his music on my radio stations. I ain't jump out the window saying I'm gonna block him on Spotify. I just sat back and waited for details. Exactly. Because everybody, right or wrong, has a fair has a right to a fair proce- fair trial, and due process. When that information came out, I'm like, well, seems like we all know where to stand now. And none of those publications. And what's funny is that the ne- negativity sells.
1: Yeah, when it was proven that he was innocent, didn't get, I, I didn't see it at all, honestly.
0: Didn't get, But when when it first came up, oh, you saw it everywhere. Everywhere. Twitter, was talking about it. IG. Facebook was on time with it. That's how you know it was serious. Facebook didn't get it two years late. Facebook got it the very same day when that aggregation came out. Close off, you know. Negativity sells, and when, the, like you said, when it when it came out that it was falsely accused, you didn't really see it. Barely got retweets. Barely was mentioned. Everybody, the people who was waiting for this moment, just went back to that hole. They're like, I'll be, I'll be back again when it happens. Right. And that what happens. Charlamagne said it said it the best. Um, the lie, if the lie is more entertaining than the truth, then no one wants to hear it. No one wants to hear the truth at all. Because this lie is lit. Like, look at Soldier Boy. Man, lying his ass off about this video game shit. Everybody's saying, why don't we support black businesses? No, 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 no. Don't equate this. Don't equate this. Oh, that overall important thing to Soldier Boy. Soulja Boy selling fake video game systems. We don't support that shit. It's not real. He's making you pay more money than you could on any other market. We don't support that kind of business. Soulja Boy talking about he influenced 50 Cent. The fuck? But the lies entertaining the shit. So just all I want to say is please don't jump the gun when you hear these things. Just take your time, do the research, don't form, form their opinion when all the details are out.
1: Right. You can take
0: a stance. It's okay to take a stance, but do not come up to a, a concrete conclusion until everything is out. So you can have the best possible you can work with the best the most information that as you can to make the best decision possible. Just like voting. Just you know, just just do that. Do your research. It's it's important. That's one thing college teaches you. Okay. You <laughs> pay twenty thousand just to learn how to research. <laughs> but I want. We also wanted to get into Jay Z. Speaking of speaking of you know, of very important topics. Jay Z and Meek Mill are working with Patriots owner Robert Kraft to form a social justice organization you know, you you got more details on this so
1: yes Jay-Z and Meek Mill are launching a criminal justice reform organization uh the rappers have joined forces with uh the Patriots owner like you said the 76ers owner uh the Nets co-owner and others to launch this alliance and I think this is a great thing uh they said that um their like main goal is to get um, men out of jail or people out of jail um, within the next five years and to get them at least on probation or parole instead Mm. and I think that's a great thing that they're doing for anybody like I think once I think since me mill has gotten out of his situation and when he came out of jail he's been very different as far as when it comes to the criminal justice system and I like that he's taking you know a real stance he's actually doing something along with Jay Z, who's also like he's always been about you know this type of situation.
0: I have a question of pros. Yes. We are, we are, we, you're aware of Kanye West meeting Donald Trump, right? Yes. How did you feel about that meeting?
1: Um Kanye West, I feel like he's gone to a whole different place. I don't really, I don't know what he's going through, but to know where he's came from and You know, as far as Chicago and like what he used to be before he got into this new lifestyle of, you know, Kim Kardashian and all that stuff, I think it's really sad that he's supporting Donald Trump and the way he feels about Donald Trump and I just, man. The fact that him and Jay Z used to be best friends and now they're nothing. Like, I don't know, man.
0: Now, I agree with you on that. But what I was particularly um referring to was a meeting he had about with Donald Trump about justice reform as well.
1: oh yeah yeah
0: that there was a meeting where he did say some outlandish things but that was a general point the general point of that meeting the original point of that meeting was to talk about social reform particularly to um you know Kim did the Caitlin Brown thing um mm-hmm. I he was trying to get um for marijuana you know marijuana um offenses to be lowered or released from jail. Because I remember there was a lot of negative feedback when that happened. How did you feel about that meeting, particularly? Because he did say a lot of wild shit. I think that what, in my opinion, I think that's what people forgot. I mean, that's what that's what people remembered. I
1: don't know. I don't think I have enough details to really speak on it. I don't want to say nothing.
0: You don't want to jump out the window. Yeah, See, I don't want to. You already taken it. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, but the reason why I brought that up because, you know, I'm just, you know, I, I mean, I'm just playing a little devil's advocate here. Is it because more people supported that supports are supporting what Meek Mill and Jay Z are doing because of who they're dealing it with in terms of a football owner who's usually always publicly supported these issues, and compared to Kanye West, would arguably not arguably the most hated man in America right now, and Donald Trump. And the fact that what Kanye West used to support, Donald Trump is against, is against, and there's that clash of the black community, particularly. was like, yo, this is the type of nigga you would roast the shit out of back in two thousand six. Like, remember when you said George Bush don't care about black people on, on uh, during Katrina? So, like, where's that same Kanye now? You, he's he literally, he literally hates everything you used to stand for. Mm-hmm. And I think that plays a huge part how they look at the situation differently because you have two men who are on good terms with with the public. Meek Mill just gave us an album. He's been dropping good music since. Um, he got out of jail. He's He's been doing all these um, social justice things in the background. When, even when it's not reported, he's been doing this for a while now. He just increased his knowledge and his take on it. And Jay-Z, like you said, he's been making documentaries. He's been doing New York Times videos. He's been mm-hmm. doing all this with his wife, along with Beyonce. So there's like There's a like history there And they've been doing this for uh, uh, There's a pattern of this That they haven't broken away yet Unlike Kanye When he went on that rant A couple of years ago About Donald Trump And if he would have voted He would have voted for Donald Trump And then he came out Supporting Donald Trump Wearing the MAGA hat And then he's talking about Abolishing the 13th Which is you know, Abolishing slavery Nigga, stupid But <laughs> But You get all those He broke away from the pattern Of the man we once knew him for and he sided with the man who goes against America's best interests, America's values, and the black community as a whole. And when that happens, it doesn't matter if you try to meet, him, meet with him to reduce prison sentences for these men with minor drug offenses. They see it as, oh, you writ the racist motherfucker. We ain't trying to hear that. But really, he's talking to the most powerful man in the country, whether you respect him. I don't, or not. Yeah, but. And something did get done. It wasn't the best, wasn't, it was, it was impactful, but it could have been more, but he, something did get done from that meeting to a criminal organization with a football owner. White House, the President of the United States, football owner.
1: I get the point you're trying to make.
0: I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I, know, I know. know. I'm not. I I, I I I've been vocal about my thoughts on you know Kanye West. I really have. I think he that nigga walling. He been walling, but now he just walling, walling. But there's there's not a, there's not a lot of difference in this situation. Unless I'm missing something, and if I am, please educate me. I have no problem being wrong. But there's not a lot of differences there. He that tensions were are just the same. But the most important aspect that I, I intentionally missed out was the execution because while Jay-Z and Meek Mill and Robert Kraft are focused on the press Jay, Kanye West allowed, him, allowed himself to be used not only as a puppet for TV to show the black, show Trump can show the black community, hey man, you know I fuck with y'all. Y'all like Kanye West, right? I'm with him right now in his room. Y'all, y'all, y'all black people love Kanye West. Y'all love me too, right? On top of that, Kanye West was wilding because he's still talking about abolishing the 13th Amendment, and he's making some point that don't really make a lot of fucking sense. Which is basically everything that comes out of this man's mouth every day. Every day, but, <laughs> <laughs> but because of those things, and that what we remember, especially that viral moment. Um, a couple months back before this meeting when he said um, he thought Savory was a choice. Sounded like a choice to me, though what he said, which is, again, stupid. So like, Yeah, that was dumb as fuck. It just adds on to like, yo, what are you doing? And we don't want, I don't say we don't want to recognize, but what stick with us more is the, you're doing all this shit that's not that's one. You're not what you're saying is not true. Two, what you're saying you're not informed on because you can't. Even though I get because when he's saying about abolishing the 13th Amendment, we've been through this, but he's not trying to abolish slavery. He's just trying to abolish in in terms of prison and in, in, in the prison sentences that black men get, particularly where we get longer offenses, longer time for minor for even the same offenses. So he's he's really talking about that, but he doesn't know how to uh, articulate that. Mm-hmm. So when he says abolish the whole 13th Amendment, we rightfully take it as, oh, so you want to be in chains again? You just said this shit wasn't a choice. What the fuck is wrong with you? Kanye and what, me, Mill and Jay-Z on the handle, like, you know what? We get we, we drop a press release. We speak on it for a little bit on what we're about to do. And that's it. We don't we ain't going to say no wild shit. Even, even, even if they had to, they won't. We're gonna stick to this plan. Kanye doesn't do that. And that's what the difference is. The execution is completely different.
1: True, but it's also completely different people and mindsets. Yep. So I feel like that plays that is a big factor too. Because Jay Z and Mikimu have been consistent in what they're doing well while Kanye West is not he's not consistent anymore.
0: I brought that as I brought that out earlier. There's a pattern that they hasn't they haven't bucked from yet. They've been doing this for years. Right. Kanye West has bucked from that trench since 2016 when he went crazy on the stage talking about, Drake, don't kill me tonight, some wild shit. This nigga always been wild. So so you're right. They've been consistent and continue to do these things. And Kanye West, while he's trying to do the same things, he's not doing it in a productive way that can, or he's not articulated it in a way that everybody can get behind on. Like his yeah, wife. I mean,
1: he's supporting Donald Trump and saying all these other wild things on top of the slavery situation and all that. Nobody's gonna, they're not gonna wanna sit there and dissect what he's saying and try to be like, oh, yeah. this is what he's trying to say. Like,
0: Exactly, no, no one's trying to do that because one, once you support someone like Donald Trump, man, ain't trying to hear anything you gotta say anymore. That's what a lot of people have done. You support Trump, be like, fuck you. I've met people who support Trump. I'm actually friends with some people who support Trump. And I don't take what they say what they say to me or what their concerns are as a country or whatever. I don't take them I don't put them inside and say "You're wrong because those people had a right to feel that way. but and I don't treat them like they're evil. I just treat them as people who were misinformed and lied to. And as black people, we have been lied to a lot. So I kind of feel for them because they, they were sold a dream. That's not true. So when Kanye West does that, people in our community are like, "Why are you doing that? You are—he's not for you. You see what his—you see what his cabinet is doing. You see what they're doing with um, with with um, immigrants, particularly Mexicans, and how he demonizes them. You see all this shit. What are you doing?" And we say, you know what, fuck all the good you're trying to do. you doing that, we don't wanna hear it. We can't really do that. Like, we have to break that down like, all right, why do you feel this way? And actually engage in a conversation to make them realize why they're fucking wrong. And that's why I hate the thing where we say, dis- agree to disagree. Don't, dis- don't agree to disagree on shit that's facts at all. Like, you can point to specific things. Trump has done. Trump has passed has hurt multiple communities. His tax plan, for example. You got a job, right? No. No. When you get a job. I mean, not on campus. At home, I do. I mean, you kind of do now, cause you on the culture report. <laughs> 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 yeah, you gotta remember they they pay us. <laughs> they pay us. Don't 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 sell yourself short, girl. You're you getting paid. So those taxes. Now you, you know you probably just get paid pennies here, but <laughs> but those taxes. They go down by 2020 because the way it's written, people who make, who's in the 50, 50 to 60% tax range, they actually start losing income and getting less back on their taxes than they do right now. Because how it was written, it was written to affect the 2020 and 2024 races for, president, for, for, for presidential election. A lot of people don't know that. But those who do, we see it. That's why we inform them and then we let you make the decision you want. That's why I don't like how people shut this off like, oh, Connie is not doing anything. When he's really he's trying to do the same thing, we just see it as he supports Trump. I don't want to hear it. And that's dangerous. Cause you kinda you 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 not only give that group of people power, because like, see, this is why I voted for Trump and this is why I support Trump. You never want to hear my voice anyway. And I'm going to talk to a man who hears my voice. And when you actually have a conversation with them and get to educate them on it, there's a huge chance you can say, Oh my God, you was right. And we hate that shit. Because when mama's right, I know I'm, when mama's right, girl, I hate when mama's right. Mama's always right. And I'd be like, oh my God, mom, you was right. And you know what we all say, you know what all mama say, especially they are black? <laughs> Whoop the fucking dude. I told your ass that. I go, now, now son passed me the remote and the remote, like, damn near, like, arms reach away. So, like, this is what happened. This this is why I just wanna bring that up. Great thing for Meek Mill, I'm not just taking it anyway, what Meek Mill and Jay Z are doing. It's fucking wonderful. It's getting people educated on the topic. There's millions of black men in jail for these minor drug cases that are, that are, that can't provide for their family. They can't provide for themselves. They're not getting paid. They're getting paid pennies, essentially. Some of them, especially in California, they're fighting forest fires without getting paid. So they're doing all these things without really having any rights to them. And I love it. But, you know, just trying to point something out here.
1: No, I think it, what you're saying is important. Especially about trying to understand where the other people from the other side are coming from.
0: I guess that's that's all we got for y'all today. <laughs> do you have anything you want to end the show with?
1: I think this was a good show.
0: Oh uh, what? You know what? I think we had a good topic. Oh man, we had we had a great time. I'm today. happy you put me on to some new music. Oh see, you no know, look, first off, don't ever don't you gotta stop saying that out loud because if you do that, I'm gonna hold that I'm gonna hold it over you all the time. Play, I hear you play boogie. I'm gonna come out. Who put you on? <laughs> Who put you on any new artist? Who put you on? I'm going to make sure you don't say you did. I need my credit, and I'm going to get paid. I'm going
1: to give you your credit when it's due.
0: Look, uh, well, oh, shit, it's due every time. But <laughs> but, thank you so much. You know, you're know, know, you go, you know, you're the co-host of your show, too. You've been listening to The Culture Report. I hope you guys had a wonderful week, a wonderful day. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Belle Junin, and for my new co-host who doesn't know what this means yet, That means have a wonderful night, wonderful day, and I hope you do too.